0: Hello everyone, this is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled book and podcast. Welcome to my Hope for the Holidays, daily inspiration for 21 days in this holiday season for offering hope as we round out the year 2021. Perhaps you are familiar with the passage in Luke 1 where the angel comes to Mary and tells her that her life is about to change. And in one day's time, it actually did from that point forward. But there is a concept, and I think there is a message, in the few short verses between 26 and 38 that we can learn from. And so I'd love for you to take the time to read Luke 1, 26 through 38, in your own time, And think about the concepts as I will relay them in this podcast. So let's talk about fear for a minute. We do know that the angel told Mary to fear not. But before she mentioned that, she mentioned to Mary that God had found favor with her. And that she was blessed among women. So what do we do with this? This is an important message to us before we walk through a dark time. For Mary, what she was scared about in that moment with the message of the angel came to fruition. So let's hit a pause on that just for a moment, but let's talk about your fear. What is fear? It's an anticipation or expectation of a future threat. So, ask yourself, this would be step number one. I want you to think about those things that you're fearful of. And the first question you must answer, is this a rational fear or is it an irrational fear? What we do know Uh, is that many times people who struggle with anxiety and fear, many times what they dread the most actually does not come to fruition. So if you can stop yourself and ask yourself that first question, well, is my current fear rational or is it irrational? If it's irrational, then I encourage you to stop that thought process And to realize that your thoughts are taking you to a place that they really don't belong, where you don't belong. Because again, many of our fears don't occur. But here's another way to handle that fear. Role play that out. What if you're scared about something and it actually comes to fruition? Is it really that bad? Sometimes it's not. But let's face it, life can be really hard. And we also can expect, I think, for sometimes our lives to, to change on a dime or in a day, just like Mary's did. And so what do we do with that? Well, let's talk about step number two. If you are facing a fear or uncertainty of some kind, how do you normally Uh, respond to those situations. Do you fight it? Do you come out swinging? Or do you flee? Do you just run in the opposite direction? Or do you freeze? These are the common responses to fear. Now let's talk about step three, the outcomes of fear. Whether it's rational or irrational, What we know is that fear greatly increases the cortisol production in our bodies. So there's a physiological response to fear. And because of this cortisol um, increased activity or increased amounts in your body, what happens to your body is that it weakens your immune system when you have too much cortisol in your body. We know that cortisol, too much cortisol, can also affect your memory. I remember uh, being completely stressed out when I was caregiving, and so it affected my short-term memory. I just didn't remember conversations that I had with people. So there are um, psychological and physiological responses to fear. But what else does it do for us? Well, it turns us into control freaks. When we're scared of something, then we tend to grab anything or anyone in our lives that we think we can manage because we're control freaks. And we really don't like anything that's out of our control. So, what are some of those things that we like to manage? Our food, our diet. Maybe we obsess over cleanliness or obsess over daily activity. You know, if you can just have a to-do list a mile long, especially during the holiday season, maybe you just don't have to return to those things in your mind that really frighten you. So we also tend to associate what we're going through with our identity. That can be another outcome of fear. Because see, we tend to think that our worth and our value is undermined if that thing by which we are very scared of actually happens. So let me reassure you, and this is one of the concepts in my book, Identity Unveiled, is that too many times we associate our life experiences with our worth and our value. And so we think that maybe an outcome of life Undermines who we are because perhaps we've given ourselves a self imposed label of being worthless or being a failure, uh, which then becomes a really crisis of identity where we have taken the events of our life and we have internalized that and interpreted it in such a way that it takes away who God says our worth and value is. When in reality, who we are. And who Christ says we are is separate and apart from anything that we're going to go through in life. Another outcome of fear is that, sort of like that cortisol in our memory, we tend to forget what God has done in the past. Because we're paralyzed or fearful in the moment, it prevents us from looking back over His hand in our lives and how he has brought us to this point so far. So now let's return to the story of Mary. What's the primary message, I think, that's critical to this passage? Look at how Mary responds to the angel. And again, I hope you'll take the time to read this passage to share the context from which I'm speaking. But she questions the angel. And I think this is valuable because I think we are human beings, And when we are confronted with a life event or a situation that scares us that we didn't ask for, it's okay to question. She says, how can this be? Well, don't you find that in your fearful times that you ask yourself that very same question? I know I have. How can this be? And uh, it also... kind of paralyzes us, right? We're at a standstill, and we're trying to process what a new normal perhaps looks like. But the angel gives her the message to fear not, and that God has found favor with her before she has even started to question how life has changed. And the angel says in verse 30, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. If you are facing something this year that you never thought you'd ever experience in this life, may this passage speak to you like never before. Number one, God calls us to courage. He doesn't cause us to run away from what we're going through. He calls calls us to face it, to face it regardless of our fear. He calls us to courage to lean in to that which scares us. He calls us to do hard things to take the higher road with his help. He calls us to do the right things with his help. A second bit of encouragement and inspirational um, message for you. If you're facing something hard, don't make impulsive, potentially bad decisions in your time of fear. Because, again, we tend to be control freaks and we want to manage anything we think we can. So don't make impulsive, potentially bad choices in our or your overreaction to what scares you. And thirdly, let God guide you in every step from this point forward. Well, how does he do that? Well, sometimes... He may just call you to be still and know that he is God. He may bring important others into your life to rally around you, to give you emotional support or professional support during this time. Keep in mind, it's not the absence of life hardships that set us apart. It's who we have discovered in the midst of our darkness. You see, the light of the world has come for you you, personally, to give you hope as you move forward this Christmas season. Until next time, this is Shereen Gentry with Hope for the Holidays.